All right, Johnny, I got a theory. 90 wins is better than 100 wins, not just to make the playoffs, but to be successful in the playoffs. I'd love your thoughts, and everydayers, I'd love your thoughts as well. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And you can help the show out in a few ways. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed, hit that subscription button to become a Locked On Everydayer. And whether you're watching or listening, come over to the YouTube side and leave us a comment. It's the best way to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's show is brought to you by our our friends at Game Time, you can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our promo code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Happy Monday to you, and thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the First Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, it's our second season, and therefore off season with you, and we're excited to be talking Angels baseball every single Monday through Friday on the number one daily angels podcast mike it's great to be number one we love it and we're grateful to you for making us number one out there on today's show we talk about dave roberts and the one reason why the halos should pursue him if los angeles dodgers let him go is that yep. gonna happen we'll mm. we'll talk about that and see and would you trade the last 10 years of angels baseball and misery for the last 10 years of Dodgers baseball and playoff shortcomings. We'll talk mm. about that as well. But Mike, the first conversation we're having today is 90 wins a better situation than 100 wins. You have a theory. Yep. Why don't you lay that on us? Okay, so I've got some evidence that 90 wins is not just going to get you to the playoffs, but actually help you to be successful in the playoffs. You know and, I like evidence. You know I like and, facts. And yes, data. you do. Yes, you do. So here's why. First, we talked about how important it was for the Angels to get 90 wins. And mm -hmm. they were on pace. And our good friend, Locked On Everydayer, Stephen Mumot, was keeping track of how well they were doing. And they were on pace. And, mm -hmm. then, and then they lost pace completely, right? Yeah. But... What we learned is that 90 wins not only got you in the playoffs for the Halos, but it could have won you the division because the Astros and the Rangers finished with 90 wins. Now, the Astros had a better record against the Rangers, so they got the division title. And then the Blue Jays got the last wildcard spot at 89 wins, which, fantastic, good for them. The most wins for teams in the AL were the O's and the Rays. The O's had 101, the Rays had 99. That was the top in the AL. And then in the NL, the same idea was true of 90 wins. The top spot went to the Phillies for the wild card spot. They had 90 wins. And then the second and third spot went to Miami and Arizona with 84 wins. Now, I'm just going to caveat for just a moment and say I don't think that 84 wins will be enough ever in the American League. I think you no. have to at least get to 86 or maybe even 88 wins, right? And so that was kind of the scene in the NL. You heard the scene in the AL. But, Johnny, I'm convinced that perhaps 90 wins is better not only to get to the playoffs, but to be successful in the playoffs. So here's my theory. Would love your thoughts after I finish here. So the Hit teams me. with the five best records in Major League Baseball in the regular season went one and 13 mm -hmm. in the postseason. Baltimore got swept. Dodgers got swept. Both of them won 100 games or at least 100 games. Rangers, they got a sweep and they 
had 90 wins. The Diamondbacks got a sweep and they had 84 wins. So that's my first position is that it seemed like the teams with lesser wins, not 100 wins, but 90 wins or around that mark were successful. And then number two, depending on where you finish, you're playing almost every day. Mm-hmm. You're not losing the rhythm of the regular season. Wildcard teams got a full day off and then mm-hmm. they had to play again. Mm-hmm. While 100 win teams got six full days off before they played again. So almost an entire week. And the big question is, so what happened, right? Mm. And and I loved the analysis from Wayne Randazzo, of course, Angels play-by-play guy. He tweeted this out and I think summarized it well. He said, 100 win teams tend to not face much pressure in the regular season. They take care of their business day-to-day and move on. That changes in the playoffs, as does the stiffness of the competition. Some thrive, some don't. It's not the format or the layoff that changes things. It's the pressure. So, I'm of the opinion mm-hmm. that 90 wins or hear about 90 wins is much better than winning 95, 99, or even 100 wins. Okay. Because the evidence from this year and from last year seems to point in the direction that those teams that aren't as regular season successful are really successful in the playoffs. Johnny, am I right? Am I wrong? Am I nuts? Am I crazy? Or am I just brilliant? Hit me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's brilliant. No. Uh, you know what I think? I, I don't disagree with the fact that like 90 wins and maintaining momentum and having a wild card spot, I think that certainly is helpful. I also think that it doesn't matter if you have the best record in baseball, kind of like the 2014 Angels. If you run into a team that's really hot, like the Kansas City Royals, they'll sweep you right out of the playoffs, Mike. Right. So right. I, I have no sympathy for anybody who's upset about the format and whatnot because same thing happened in 2014 when there was a one game wild card and the angels were swept right out of the playoffs by the Royals. So don't come crying to me with your, with, with your, well, my team was the best in baseball. you right. Yeah. However, here's what I think I would push back on all of this evidence, all of these situations, everything that happened in this first round of playoffs, not counting the, you know, the play in games between the wild card teams, uh, or the elimination games. I think it's all circumstantial. And mm. you have to look at the fact that, number one, I believe the top-seeded teams over the last uh, two years or so, or maybe the, the the division winners, I should say, have gone 24-14 and 14 mm. since this new playoff format started. So that's one thing that is important to identify. The second thing is that the the circumstances were right there in front of us and to to get a sweep in five games i think you you come into any situation and you play a series against another team and that's why we always say if the angels could just get to the playoffs anything could happen right literally anything could happen and the 100 the way you play 162 games over the course of a full season is much different than how you manage in the playoffs and yep. That kind of goes into what I want to say about Dave Roberts later on. However, I will say this. The Dodgers, no pitching. And Dodger fans will tell you that. Dodger fans will tell you all of their pitchers were injured, and it's true. And somehow they still got to the playoffs. But again, in a playoff situation, you run Kershaw out there for game one, and the dude's obviously hurt, right? He can't get through the first inning, and it might be the end of, of his career. Then the next two games... Young pitchers who are 
bright-eyed and bushy-tailed pitching in the postseason for the very first time. And it won't be the last time. Don't get me wrong. They'll, they'll be there again. But those are young guys pitching in these big postseason moments. You look at the Braves. The Braves got swept by the A's this season, Mike. And they ran into a hot Phillies team. You look at the Rangers and the Orioles. Again, the Orioles didn't have a lot of great pitching going into this series. But also, the Rangers, they've always been this team. They have always, if you remember, I think they spent something like 150 days in first place this season. And a lot of that had to do with a hot start they got off to because their offense was so powerful and so good. Then they started getting some injuries and, and then they even had their pitching injuries, obviously. But, but their full healthy lineup is full of big dudes who can hit the ball hard and score a ton of runs. And I think that the Rangers were always this team. I think they cooled off toward the end of the season, which is natural. But then they find guys like Josh Young and Leota Tavares contributing. And then, uh, uh, oh, who's the new guy that everyone's – Evan Carter uh, that is like 21 and is just like, hey, there you go, diamond in the rough. You found another guy to help you with this offense. The, the Rangers were always this team. And then I'll say this. The Diamondbacks – they talk about like creating chaos and we've talked about it on the show with the angels. You got to create chaos on the base paths. That's how the diamondbacks won their games this season. But did you notice something about the playoffs against the Dodgers? They hit a bunch of home runs. Yeah. They hit a ton of home runs, which is out of the ordinary for these guys. And so they didn't win by normal diamondbacks means they mm. won because they came into a series hot. And I'll even say the Phillies too. What a, Castellanos hit like four home runs in two games or something yeah. like like that's just that's the definition of a hot team right there. Uh, so again, I don't think that there's quite enough evidence for us to make a determination that this long layoff is is killing these best teams in baseball. I understand the disappointment. I understand it's frustrating, but I also think number one, the the teams that win 162 games have to change their mindset when they come into the playoffs because mm -hmm. now these games count. Now these games actually matter, and not that they don't matter before, but but it's kind of like what Wayne Randazzo said. Like, you know, 100-win teams don't face as much pressure. They come in and do their day-to-day -day and move on, and that means you could win. You could win four out of seven games during a week or three out of six and be just fine, but when it comes to a five-game series, those wins and losses are a lot tighter, and sometimes, and, and not that I saw this in the playoffs, but sometimes I think that the management doesn't change from 162 to a do-or-die series kind of management. Um, I just think that this off or this postseason, all of these hundred team wins, hundred win teams losing these games, it, the the circumstances were right there. I think the 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 better teams won because one team was missing one thing mm. or another. So th that's kind of where I land. On all of this, but again, I'll go back to your point about 90 wins. Do I think the wild card teams have the benefit of like keeping the momentum going? Absolutely, I yeah. think that's a very real thing. But at the yeah. same time, you know, say the Rangers were off for six days, and and we know Scherzer's going to pitch in this ALCS against the Astros. Um, but if they happen to have that extra six days off, like they they benefit from that. You get a pitcher like Evaldi back. You get a pitcher like Scherzer back. So. I think both sides have their pros and cons uh, when it comes to this layoff versus playing through with a wild card team. Yeah, I think I want my Angels to be 
in the wild card race. I think I want them to maybe win the wild card and not have any days off if they make the playoffs because I would love to see them continue to play. It seems like that is the major benefit in this new playoff format is that you're not having too many days off, maybe one, one and a half days. I would rather see them get to that spot, which is what we were advocating for this season. And if the Angels can get to that spot, I think it'll be more beneficial for them to continue to play rather than to have some time off. And even going back to 2014, the Angels got their first place spot uh, in the playoffs and in the AL West pretty early in September. Like they had... Mm-hmm. I want to say at least a week and a half yeah. before they went to the playoffs to play against the Royals. And to be honest, like not that they punted the games, but like you don't put your best guys in. They certainly the relaxed. They, sure. you, they relaxed. And maybe that has something to do with the fact that they got swept in the, in the first series against the Royals. I don't know. Royals were a very hot team. They beat they the A's. They came yeah. in. They went all the way. They swept all the way to the world series until they lost to the giants in that series. So that talk about a hot team and riding the, the the hot momentum that they had coming in. Hey, coming up on Locked On Angels, we're going to share one reason why the Halos should consider Dave Roberts if the Dodgers decide to fire him. We'll get into all of that coming right up. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Game Time, and they are one of our favorite apps because they're the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see your seats before you buy them, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. They have all-in pricing that show up at the very end. When you get the total, there isn't like secret fees or, hey, guess what? You have to pay for Harry's hair or you have to pay for this or pay for that, right? Like it has everything for you. Harry, so there's who's no- ha- Wait, who's Harry in this situation? <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to rhyme hair and Harry together. How about that? <laughs> It's our grandpa. And so uh, this is what's great about game time is there's no hidden fees. You get the total all-in price at the very end, and you can buy tickets within a matter of seconds. It's literally two taps, and you're set. And that's not just a line. Johnny, when he bought his tickets, it was, right? Two taps, and you're set, correct? I want to go here, and I want these seats. Boom. Done. And what's great about Game Time is they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money. Game Time has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event, and even after an hour. The, the event's already gone on for an hour. They still have last-minute tickets in place. They're on your side. They have exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And they also have zone deals. So you pick a section, and game time picks the seats, and, and you, you'll save an average of 18%. So let them help you out. And the game time guarantee, something we've talked about on the show often, if you find tickets in the same section, in the same row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So stop stop worrying about buying tickets and just use the Game Time app. Download it right now. Use our promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Again, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, you know we're going to be having the conversations you want to hear all week long, all throughout the offseason. And if there's breaking news, of course, we'll be here to cover it. You can also follow us at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. So if anything does happen before showtime and you want to get our instant reaction, you know where to find us. Again, at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Johnny, Dave Roberts has done a 
really good job with the Dodgers. Would you say so? <laughs> in the regular season. In the regular season. Yeah. It's the playoffs that where it kind of falls apart, just like sure. my sentence structure there. And they, the Dodgers have been really good. So let me just give you some, some backstory because this is locked on Angels, not locked on Dodgers. And there is a reason we're talking about the Dodgers. So here's some backstory. The Dodgers won 106 games in 2019, 106 games in 2021, 111 games in 2022, 100 games this season. But they were eliminated in the NLDS almost every single time mm -hmm. and eliminated in a really terrible way like this year where they got swept by the Diamondbacks. What a shame. The reason why we're talking about all of this <laughs> is not because we're bragging, sort of, but also because we have gloating. no room. We have gloating. no room I think brag. it's probably gloating. Yeah, yeah. gloating Listen, is... <laughs> we want to live in the misery of other fans because we've been in misery for so long. <laughs> but there is a reason why we're talking about this because there has been conversations and we've talked, uh, talked to some locked on everydayers who are locked on everydayers for the Dodgers that are friends of ours. And they keep talking about like, oh, it's time to make a move. You got to fire Dave Roberts. You got to get rid of him. So Johnny, I got a, a two layered question here. Yeah. If, if the Dodgers fire Dave Roberts, do you think that Mark Pryor, the Dodgers pitching coach goes with him? By the Ooh. way, he's been an incredible pitching coach and yes. he is what looks to be has figured out a lot of, messes with Dodgers pitching or sure. with pitchers that have come in. And the question I really want you to answer is would you sign Dave Roberts hmm. just to get Mark Pryor? What do you think? <laughs> so I'll start with your second question. If if getting us Dave Roberts and Mark Pryor in one fell swoop happens, then yes, I am all for it. You're in. I'm in. We've seen Dave Roberts manage a mix of veterans and young talent very well for the Dodgers for the last decade or so. Yeah. Uh, after taking over uh, Don Mattingly's position as, as the manager, actually, which is kind of funny because his name's been out there perhaps oh, yeah. as okay. a, yep. as an angels manager. Um, Mike, I, I think that somebody actually, Oh, who was it? There was a voicemail. I believe might've been our friend Tracy from Henderson, Nevada, who left us a voicemail last week, but he said, you give Dave Roberts, this angels roster and it's the same results as Phil Nevin having this Angels mm. roster and vice versa. And I can't remember what we, how we responded to that, but it was an interesting question. And so it does make me consider, can Dave Roberts manage a team with a bunch of one-year guys, especially like these last couple years of Angels teams where it's like, hey, let's go get Matt Harvey and Trevor Cahill. Like, it's just <laughs> that... That doesn't help anybody. You, you could have to bring that up. Come on, John. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like you could, you could be, you could be friggin' uh, Dave Roberts or Bruce Bochy or anybody, right. and right. and still have those issues with the Angels because it's the teams that the Angels have been putting together yeah. that are the problem. However, if there was a situation, and I don't think it's going to happen, I don't think Dave Roberts is going to get fired. But here's what I would say: if he were to be let go. I think the Angels should immediately make that move, especially mm. if Mark Pryor comes with him, because we all know Mark Pryor is the king of the pitching lab and helping yeah, young guys find their best stuff and possibly create a pitching lab with the Angels and say, hey, listen, Artie, Perry, this is what you guys need. This is what you're lacking. Here's what you need to be spending your money on. So perhaps there would be an emphasis on the areas where we wanted the Angels to spend money all these years instead of you know backing up the brinks truck for anthony rundown put some of that money toward player development 
a hmm. pitching lab, a hitting lab, all that stuff. And I, I contend that Perry is trying to establish that stuff. I mean, the driveline hires are certainly guys who would emphasize that as well because driveline is a pitching lab and yep. a hitting lab. So yep. I believe that Perry also wants that for this Angels team. Now, if the Dodgers fire Dave Roberts, I think that would be a huge mistake, and here's mm. why. Getting getting to the postseason is the number one important thing. But like I said last segment, and I wanted to talk about this, you have to change your mindset when it comes to the postseason. Mm -hmm. You have to change the way that you manage and how you do it once you get there. I, I fully contend and understand you can't have Mookie and Freddie go one for 21, right? right? You have to be able to hit with runners in scoring position. After Mookie and Freddie, there's not much going on in terms of offense in that in that lineup, right? And then to to go into the postseason with the arms that you had out of the rotation, uh, you know, Bobby Miller, again, young guy, bright future, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed under the playoff lights, yeah. right? Like yeah. overwhelmed by the moment. And Clayton Kershaw, somebody you can rely on, count on. I know he's had his struggles in the postseason. But again, I think it all comes down to his injury this season. But in the previous years, what about those Kershaw moments where we all see him in the dugout with his head down? Like, this was not the first time that we've seen that. That is a yeah. very familiar scene. But you have to change your mindset. You have to strategize and and pitch differently and do situational hitting differently and maybe change your lineup accordingly. But again, once you get to the postseason, you can't manage like you do in 162 because it's do or die. Like these are games you have to win. And really, I think it involves a lot more feel, Mike. I mean, one of the reasons why the Blue Jays are out of the postseason is they pulled Jose Barrios after like four innings, yeah. and the guy was cruising. Yeah. And the analytics said, well, you probably shouldn't go through the rotation another time. Like, get out of here with that. You could do that right. in 162. But when you see a hot hand cruising through the first four innings, like, you you do not remove that guy yeah. from the situation. And I think perhaps maybe Dodger fans can correct me. Maybe Dave Roberts doesn't necessarily have the feel, or maybe it's too much feel. What are your mm. observations? Which one do you think it is? I think that that what I'm hearing from Dodger fans, cause I'm not watching every day. What I'm hearing from Dodger fans is it seems like there are some Phil Nevin like moves mm. when he is working 162, but then when they get to the playoffs, it, it seems like it gets almost the volume gets turned up on mm. some of those decisions. And so if like he flipping comes, around Cal Raleigh to his power side, like, yeah, yeah. Something so, some of, the, some of those decisions that, are just yeah. really frustrating. <laughs> and then the, the conversation goes back to like, something has to change. Something has to change, which is why, I think that they might make a move. I don't think it would be a wise move. I'm with you. But if the Angels get an opportunity to snatch up Mark Pryor, I think that it would be worth considering oh, Dave Roberts as a manager, right? I think that with Dave Roberts, though, you'd probably have to give him three to five years, maybe even five years, yeah. to be able to have him come over. But Mark Pryor with these young pitchers and helping Sandoval and Detmers and Canning and Silseth figure it out, whoo, let me at it. Because I would love <laughs> to watch that because these pitchers, they need somebody that knows what they're doing and helps them to be incredible major league pitchers that I think all four of those guys can be next season with the right coaching and the right management and the right people around them. You mean Matt Wise isn't the guy? You don't think? He's Get out of here with your Matt Wise. <laughs> 
Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. October baseball is so much fun to watch, especially when the Astros get shut out by the Texas Rangers. Hey! That's, that's fun to watch, right? And so we, we sound bitter today. I sound bitter today, don't I? We're just having, uh, you know what? We have no dog in this fight, right, so we, right. can, we can say whatever we want. It's Michael. great to poke holes, which I love. And, yeah. and if you're watching baseball and you don't have a dog in the fight, you can have a dog in the fight when you use FanDuel. And FanDuel is a fun way to pay attention to baseball. Today, if you want to get started with FanDuel, you can actually, with a $5 bet, you can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on to create your new account. Then you can bet on all the action from the first pitch to the final out. You can bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And get this, you don't even have to watch the game. If you're tired of watching the game, you don't have to wait till the end. You can predict what will happen with the, the next at bat with quick bets. So head over to FanDuel.com slash on right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets when you bet $5. Like, that's a win. It's a win-win. So you you should use FanDuel. Come on, do that. Make every moment more with FanDuel. They're on your side. They're on your team. They're official, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Okay, Mike, we got ourselves a great voicemail, and somebody asked the question that's been asked I think a hundred times since the Dodgers were swept, yeah. swept yes. out swept. of the playoffs. Oh, I did my best uh, Stephen A. Smith in the car. I was picking up my <laughs> wife, listening to the game on the radio, and I just went, <laughs> like, hey, that was that was me. Uh, so, okay, here's the voicemail. Hey, guys, uh, this is Eric calling from Montana. Big fan of the show. One question for you guys. Would you rather be where the Angels are and have been the past you know, decade or so, or would you rather be like the Dodgers who let's take out the 2020 uh, world series they got where they continually have regular season success, but just can't get it done in the playoffs. That's all I got for you guys. Keep doing what you do. Thank you. Eric in Montana. Thanks for your voicemail. Thank you for asking that question. Because again, I think it's been asked a hundred times since the Dodgers were swept. Uh, Mike, 10 years of misery like the Angels, or 10 years of not getting it done in the playoffs like Hmm. the Dodgers? What do you say? The the question really is, would you rather stink or would you rather choke, right? Like, would you rather (laughs) stink as a team or would you rather choke as a team in the playoffs? Johnny, this is just the epitome of fandom, right? Hmm. Like, Every fan has a complaint about their team. And, and like, for example, what happened on Sunday? We're Niner fans. We've talked about that. Brock Purdy loses two of his best players and he's going up a really good, good defense. And he struggled in the game. Mm-hmm. And then he led his team down for a game-winning field goal. And the, the kicker missed the field goal. And people were dumping on him. And, and the guy hasn't lost a regular season game until yesterday. But it just goes to show, like, fans will find a reason to be really upset about whatever is happening. And so sure. the reality is, is whatever we pick, we're still going to be irritated, frustrated, and upset. <laughs> but I would rather be irritated, frustrated, and upset with a team that's made the playoffs 10 years in a row, with a team that's won the division, team that's won over 100 games multiple years. I would rather be that than not make the playoffs at all. Because what it means is Trout's been there. Otani's been there. It means that they've made really good decisions to bring in really good players. Mm -hmm. And so I would rather take the 10 years of Dodger baseball, the last 10 years, over the last 10 years of Angel baseball. That's where I land. Where do you land? I think I'm with you. And again, it goes back to you you can get to the playoffs and identify like, man, what went wrong this season in the playoffs? Obviously with the Dodgers, lots of injuries. I, I will chalk it up to that. 
every time. Not much offense behind Freddie and Mookie. Yep. And again, maybe Dave Roberts managing like he always manages, um, which actually probably goes back to the other reasons why the Dodgers have failed in the postseason in the past. But at least you can go, okay, well, maybe that next year we're going to need some starting pitching depth because yep. our young guys are great, but we need more reliable starters who have been there before. Because honestly, it was just Kershaw, wasn't yeah. it? Like in this rotation, yeah. Kershaw was the only guy who's been there before. And obviously he can't keep doing what he's doing. He really struggled and he's really hurt. And I, th I think he's at the end of his career, to be honest, Mike. But who else are you going to go to in game one to help you get a win than yeah. your most reliable arm you've had for the last decade and a half, right? Right. Oh, and then they return to him and in, in, in they're going to say, hey, like, I, think, I think game four. If they he, were going to do game, game four. four yeah. He was going to come back. I think the other thing that went, went against them was Lance Lynn, when he came over, <laughs> looked looked great. But then he became the Lance Lynn that was the That's Lance true. Lynn that we saw in the WBC and the I, one that we saw in Chicago. And so the playoffs – the playoffs are interesting in baseball because they really expose who you really are. Yeah. And, and you can't hide it too much because you're not just going to pull a guy after four innings because you need him to go the distance. You need him to be gritty and gutty and grind and those types of things. And so what's interesting about baseball playoffs versus other major league sports, major sports is that they're just so different, right? They're just mm -hmm. so different. You can't continue with the same rhythm. And and that's the the tension that the Dodgers are feeling. I, I would love to have that tension in Anaheim. I would yeah. love to be talking about how frustrated we are that Phil Nevin did this or that this happened or that this guy didn't perform. I would love to be talking about that because yeah. that frustration for me is more satisfying than the frustration of, hey, what's it like to play in October? Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? didn't, didn't we go from 04 to 09? I mean, each in a either the West Division title or yeah. wild card. Yeah. And every year, I mean, you didn't have a bad taste in your mouth. Like, right. It seemed like the guys got there and played really hard, and they just yeah. ran into tough teams, or and, they also and ran into AJ Przinsky and, right. and the umpire, right? right? Like stuff like that happens too. <laughs> yeah, and there are those moments. But what I liked about those seasons, though, and I think this is where Dodger fans are really frustrated, is those seasons the Angels like they they kept competing, and then finally when they beat. The, the Red Sox. I remember we were sitting at a pizza place locally here in the town I live in, and we, we watched Vlad Guerrero like hit a hit a grand slam in that game and, and mm -hmm. knock in some runs. Like they they incrementally got better, and then 2010 happened, and it just everything fell apart after that. And so right. that was the frustrating part. Was like, well, what happened to that team that was getting really good? Why are those decision makers not making those decisions anymore? Yeah. Why I want <laughs> that. I want that for this team. I would long for that, and I would even say like that that you know kind of asterisk. Uh, World Series in 2020, uh, even if the Angels didn't have that, I would still take 10 years of, of a playoff run rather yeah. than not being there at all. Well, and are we having a different conversation if the Dodgers win in 2017 and 2020, considering sure. yeah, what Houston was doing in 2017? Because, I mean, I, th I think it's a whole different World Series and a whole different conversation if the Dodgers get there again. But again, I'm with you. Yeah. I think I want to be I want to be in the postseason. I want to be there every single year and you can figure out what went wrong. You can make adjustments. You can make different decisions. You could fire Dave Roberts and get you another manager who will get yeah. you to the postseason and maybe yeah. manage it completely different. There's always a solution to the way things go down and you just got to get there. And at least you're getting there at the end of the day, unlike us who have been waiting and craving a postseason appearance since 2014. Mike. Uh. Thanks for
making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, we're here Monday through Friday, five days a week. And thank you for being a Locked On Every Day. If you want to reach out to us, Johnny, tell them how they can do that. Yeah, get at us at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Again, if there's any news updates, breaking news, any of that kind of stuff, we'll be there for you. And uh, be sure you get into our comments. It's the best way to reach out to us and get a hold of us as well. All right, so we're going to talk tomorrow on Locked on Angels about one specific stat, Johnny, Mm. that isn't often discussed as one of the major reasons why the Angels lacked success this year. It's a stat Mm. that I think maybe people are aware of, but we don't talk about it enough, and I think we need to talk about it. We're going to talk about how we can possibly solve it tomorrow on Locked on Angels. All right, just don't, don't sing like we don't talk about Bruno and change the word to whatever stat. It's going to be. I don't want any funny business when it comes to any of that. I don't know what you're talking about. You and singing on the show? That never happens. I'll be there for you. I almost sang that when you said, we'll be there for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends. Thanks for being here. We hope you had a great Monday, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. My name is Mike, and that's my stupid brother, John. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. All right, friends. Thanks for being here with us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. 